Hi kids, welcome back. Episode three of my podcast. I've had so much fun making these so far and um, I'm just like really excited for this one because it's going to be a little different than my last two. Um, If you haven't listened to my other podcasts yet, um, you don't have to worry about like going back and listening to them now. It's not some crazy dramatic series where you have to listen in order, but definitely go back and listen to those. I talk a little bit about my experience with mental illnesses and just mental health in general. And I've had a lot of really great feedback and I hope that I can like connect with um, some of you on that. So please go listen. And also if you're interested in checking out any more kind of tips that I have for self-care or just like fun redhead shenanigans, um, go over to my Instagram, which is redhead gets it done. Type that in. You'll find me. You can go to my YouTube page as well. I haven't posted a lot there recently, but a lot of fun things are to come. So you can check that out. There's a lot of Disney stuff on there. Um, but let's get right into this episode. I am so excited for this episode because I have my very first guest star. And before I introduce him, I just want to say it's been about a week, um, or it is about a week until Thanksgiving already. I feel like we're halfway into Christmas, um, but Thanksgiving is almost here. And this is a very, very good friend of mine. We've shared a few Thanksgivings together. He's millions of miles, well, lots of miles away. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, Timmy, say hi. Hello, guys. <laughs> Everybody, this is the worm. And I'm not going to tell you why I call him the worm. Um, he's just the worm. <laughs> so they're all going to be like, wow, what a friend that you call him the worm. But this is Termy <laughs> Worm. And um, I thought it would just be a lot of fun to share Thanksgiving traditions and um, recipes and memories and all kinds of stuff with somebody like Tim because he lives in New Mexico. And um, there's a lot of different like food choices there versus like being here. Well, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, So I think it'd be fun to kind of compare and contrast like what we have to have on our Thanksgiving plate and then other just traditions that we have in general, like around Thanksgiving time. So Tim, you said you have a couple of recipes, right? Yes, absolutely. So um, I actually um, wanted to share a couple of things with everybody. New Mexico here, we love spicy food. Okay, so Mm -hmm. traditionally, I guess, you know, we don't do, we do a lot of the traditional foods, but we also like incorporate a lot of our own spices and our own culture here in New Mexico. So um, one thing that I really fell in love with um, as a kid, and if it's not on my Thanksgiving plate, um, I kind of freak out because it's always something that I have. And it's a green green chili stuffing for your turkey. And so it takes a little, you know, it takes a long time to prep and stuff like that. But, you know, with my mom and our family, when we will sit down and, you know, have our dinner, it actually takes all day long to prep for this food, just like anybody else, really. But there's something Mm -hmm. special about this dish um, that really just brings the whole family together, you know, for us and stuff. Um, So it's kind of like a general stuffing, but she adds her own little sparks into it. And I think it's really delicious. So you have your seasoned cornbread stuffing. You know, Mm -hmm. if you want to do a different kind of cornbread, you can do that. 
Um, and but, that, do you just buy that like, like a pre-box stuffing or do you make that from like cornbread and cornmeal? Well, I mean, we usually just get it in the bag because it, you know, kind of lazy, but um, so <laughs> any general stuffing will work. Um, okay. And so it's like onions, celery, pecans. We have, of course, we do hot sausage in it. So we'll fry up the sausage and put it inside there. And then garlic, um, of course, the chicken broth to make it nice and moist. And the most important mm -hmm. ingredient is the green chili. Yes. Yes, you guys. So I have actually, um, you made this before in our Thanksgivings, right? Correct. You make it? Okay, I thought so. Because I remember something spicy on my plate. <laughs> I love spicy <laughs> as it is. So I, I remember eating this and the other uh, recipe that you're going to share. And um, it's definitely different. I mean, I think that you, I wanted to say that if there's anybody that's listening that, that wants to try this out for themselves, that they could doctor it to not be quite as spicy. But I also feel like if you don't like spicy, then you really shouldn't bother even trying this <laughs> recipe. <because laughs> it kind of like some regular stuffing, you know, like what's the point? <laughs> yeah, we Especially just add, we add reasons just to spice things up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. Oh my gosh. And so that's like your, you said that your mom, this takes all day for you to make this one. Well, this one in particular takes about an hour and a half and then okay. you, you have to bake it and stuff like that. So, I mean, it takes longer than general stuffing because you're adding a bunch of different ingredients that you normally don't see in stuffing. So yeah. um, it does take a little bit more time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh my gosh, I can't. That's just the yummiest. The green chili. I always loved when you made green chili anything for us. So that's definitely something that I miss. Next time you come to Florida, you'll have to bring some green chili with you and just cook for me. That's like all you're going to do the whole time you're here. And that's the okay, thing is good. like green chili is, green chili is something you can't necessarily just go to any grocery store in Florida or in New York or in California and grab green chili. It's not as convenient, but there are different websites um, that you can order New Mexico green chili from, and it's a unique spice. Oh. So um, Hatch Green Chili is actually one of the most famous chilies around the world, and it's grown right here in New Mexico in my home state. Oh, see, I knew, I mean, I knew that it wasn't that easy to find because I know like when you would go to visit, when you lived here, you would bring some back with you. Or like if your family, any of your family came, they would mm -hmm. bring it with them. But I didn't realize, first of all, I didn't, I guess you can order anything online. So I don't know why I didn't think you could order <laughs> that. But um, that is so good to know. And then if I don't you think don't, I would ever uh, actually order. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> so if you actually um, look at your local grocery store, like, you know, for you, you probably have Publix, you know, um, local grocery store chain there in Florida. Um, if you look for Anaheim peppers, those are roughly similar to a green chili. It's, um, they're a lot, lot, they're not as spicy. So I guess that's okay. something if someone wants to try that recipe, you can include an Anaheim pepper instead of actual hot green chili. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. All right. So Anaheim pepper, if you want a similar flavor, but not quite as spicy. Correct. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And so also um, for those of you that are listening, I am going to be putting the 
Um, I'm going to have Tim send me like the text version of these recipes and I'm going to post them. Hmm. You guys let me know where you want to see them. I could text them to you. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think I'm probably going to try to maybe post them on my Instagram or my Facebook. Definitely somewhere where um, you guys can like taste them for yourselves if you want to give them a try. Um, I, I, I highly recommend at least trying it once, you know, do something different. Sometimes Thanksgiving food is the same thing every year. It gets kind of boring when you just have like turkey over and over again. So adding this could be a really good idea. And then you said you have another one, right? A corn something? I do. It's called Mexicorn. So it is the most delicious thing you can have. It's like more like a tiny side. You know how kind, kind of you have cranberry sauce as the traditional side, you know, uh, for Thanksgiving. This one is just minus the cranberry. It is the side where you just have a little bit of, you know, for yourself and in between your turkey and your um, stuffing and in between the green bean casserole or anything like that. It's kind of like a palate cleanser. But mm. punchline, it is spicy. Um, so it's Mexicorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mexicorn. So um, in Mexicorn, you have white corn and then you have yellow corn. So you'll need one can of both. Um, and then you also need garlic, salt, and pepper. And then you'll the most important ingredient is the cream cheese. So you add that together in a small little saucepan, add it together, let that cream cheese melt, and bring all that corn together. And it is just so delightful. Um, I, I can't imagine, you know, not having this at my Thanksgiving every year. And it yeah. was something my mom, my mom just whipped it together. She just put it together and it ended up being amazing. And so every time we have Thanksgivings with other family members, that's what she brings because it's her own recipe. And um, no one knows how she makes it, but she allowed me to share it on the podcast today, the little secret ingredients and stuff. So um, it's kind of like a family special, you know, here in our home. So it's really oh delicious. Oh my gosh. Well, I had no idea that this was like a secret family recipe. So um, <laughs> y'all heard it here first. <laughs> maybe maybe that one I won't put on Instagram. So that way they have to come listen to the podcast each right. time they want to try to make a recipe. <laughs> That one has chilies in it too. I don't, you might've said it. Yes. It has green chili in it as well. That's the main ingredient. Yeah. That would mean duh. And this, I remember, I definitely remember you making, and I, I was laughing when you said like, it was just kind of like a small side ingredient. Cause I'm pretty sure I remember putting like ladles full of that on my plate. <laughs> like it was so good. And that's perfect because it's got the cream cheese and it's got the, the chili. So you don't have to have it super spicy but you still get the chili flavor. Cause that's what I love about the green chilies. It's not even the spice. It's the flavor of it. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. different. A normal pepper. I don't know. I just, it's hard to describe it unless you've had one, but. Yeah. And which brings me to my, my next point is like sharing those recipes and ha seeing you and, you know, Nate um, have those different dishes you're kind of like, whoa, what, did, what just happened in my mouth? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my know, God, I love it's it. Like a, it's like a surprise, you know? And so it just makes me feel so good. And that's what Thanksgiving is about to me is, you know, cooking. Cause I love to cook. I'm cooking all the time, but Thanksgiving yeah. is so special because you can share those things with other people and see their face light up and be like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah. You know? And that's, well, that's it's the memories, you know? That's exactly true, because I feel like if you talk to anybody, um, everybody has like 
a specific dish that they have to have on the table at Thanksgiving or like on their plate at Thanksgiving. And I feel like anybody that you talk to, like, you know, let's just throw out the typical like turkey, you know, and gravy. Like that's obviously a given, um, you know, but each family and each culture has something different that like another person may not have had before or may not have thought of. Like for me, I always thought that this was really normal. Um, and I don't have recipes like Tim does because I, uh, am not the best cook. (laughs) Um, so I'll tell you what dishes I like, and then you guys can find your own recipes for them because I don't want to be responsible for you being like, the hell is she (laughs) telling me to make? But, um, is my mom always got sweet potatoes, like can, well, no, I guess they were yams. I don't know the difference between a sweet potato and a yam. Do you? Uh, I don't like sweet potatoes <laughs> and, or yams, but I mean, uh, other people yes, have a really good taste for them, so I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't, to me, a sweet potato is like the vegetable that you buy in the store and yams are in a can, <laughs> which I know is not true. It's just anyway. Potato, potato, right? <laughs> Pretty much, but my mom always made that with, I want to say she put like brown sugar and cinnamon on it and then little baby mm. marshmallows melted over the top and that's something and like that, baked it yeah mm-hmm, baked it like i think she put the she put there's got to be more to it but she put like the can of yams and the sweet the sugar around whatever brown sugar mom if you're listening call me after this tell me what you <laughs> what it is but um and then got the little marshmallows and she would bake the sweet potatoes first and then at the very end she would put the marshmallows on top and broil it so that way it would brown the marshmallows oh and Mm. she will appreciate i have to say this that it is tradition that you always drop one of the marshmallows in the oven (laughs) (laughs) she did it by accident every single time and now like literally i think last thanksgiving like she didn't drop any so i picked one up and like threw it in the oven (laughs) (laughs) you're like you're missing the most important part mom it's not gonna taste the same (laughs) But yeah, I, but I've talked to other people and been like, oh, you know, do you not have like, where are the sweet potato and marshmallows? And they look at me like I have three heads. They're like, what? Ew, who eats that? But I've heard plenty of other people who are like, oh yeah, I think those are specifically called candied yams. It's like, you have to have that at Thanksgiving. So yeah, they're always, they're always there. I mean, for the most part, I feel like, yeah, like the yams part is part of a traditional, um, thing that you want to eat on Thanksgiving but people have their own ways and their own tweaks to that to serve to their own families and make it their own you know that's exactly true so it might be like you'll see it at every Thanksgiving but the way it's prepared is different depending on like who you're with right Right. um, I think that the other thing that I absolutely have to have is green bean casserole and that's something that I feel like is very 50 50 like either you love it or you hate it and there is no in between. That is another thing that I don't think I'm very good at making, but I make it anyway because I have to have it. I I love a good green bean casserole. And that yeah. is a very that's very traditional. That's very traditional. But I mean I can't see myself and I think I like the green bean casserole like for leftovers. Like I just love when there's all your food that's left over from Thanksgiving. And you're eating it for like two weeks. Yeah. That is my favorite to like have over and over and over and over. 
Oh yeah, and I used I to think... hate I used to hate green beans as a kid, and now I can't get enough of them at Thanksgiving. That's so funny. Yeah, I think Thanksgiving food is almost always better the next day. Like, <laughs> yes. Like I almost just want to make a Thanksgiving dinner and like not even bother eating it until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but and you know what's really funny is you know like that's how we all are. Like it's like you have all you have mounds of turkey left over, and you know it's like. I can make turkey soup. I can make turkey this, turkey that, turkey this, turkey that, and you'll be good for a week, you know, that's, yeah. and be able to do other things. That's true. And that's another thing that, that um, is like an interesting conversation piece in general is like, what do you do with your leftover Thanksgiving food? Because a lot of people are like, if I don't make a sandwich the next day, like it's not complete. Or if I don't make a soup with it, it's not complete, you know? And like, I feel like that's another thing that just depends on the family, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And one thing um, I want to like touch base on is like more of like the memories, you know, of Thanksgiving. And Liz, I know we've had, we've had two Thanksgivings together, uh-huh. but what I really like want you because I'm embarrassed I don't even want to even talk about it but I'll let you talk about it if you want um <laughs> our, our uh, accident Is, in the kitchen. house on fire <laughs> <laughs> you can share that story <laughs> Like you were gonna. So here's the thing: is that it it was so dramatic, and yet not nearly as dramatic as like it sounds. So here's the story. Let me set the scene here. So it was me and Nate, and then our other two friends, and then it was you and, and Matt at your apartment forever right. ago. And so you were baking. You and Nate were kind of like, I don't know if you were in charge of the turkey, but like you and Nate were taking care of the turkey. And you had it in this, was it like an aluminum pan? Correct, yeah. One of the disposable ones. Yeah, but it was this giant freaking turkey. I mean, there were six of us there. And so what happened was, is What happened was. (laughs) Ashley were like talking in the living room. And all of a sudden we see this giant flash of light and I look over and you and Nate are standing there with the turkey while the grease is just pouring into the oven and it's just flames, 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 flames. (laughs) So I go running out the back door. Ashley goes running out the front door (laughs) and you guys are just like, it's fine. Just shut the door. And you literally just put the turkey right back in the oven and shut the door, cool as a cucumber, and went back to your beer and everybody. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, at first I was like, this can't be good. And then I'm like, the kitchen is on fire. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, well, it's over. It's done. Just stick the turkey back in. <laughs> it Luckily, nobody got hurt. The turkey was amazing. But it was just, like, such a dramatic scene for, like, five seconds. And you guys, like, did not – it was like, oh, yeah, it's fire. It's fine. Like, (laughs) I think that was – I think it was in a process at all, you know. But luckily, the turkey was fine. Like, it didn't get burned or anything. Like, I was like, well, everybody, pack it up. We got to go to the Chinese restaurant to have something. (laughs) Pretty much. Or at least have, like, all the sides with no turkey. (laughs) Oh man. Then that's, that's that's something that's so special because sometimes everything goes well on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Sometimes like, oh, it's it's great, everything's good, the food came out right, 
everybody in the family's, you know, they're acting the way they should, should be, you know? And then sometimes yeah. it's just like, man, I burned this Turkey. What do I do? <laughs> I set the house on fire. The, the fire department came. <laughs> I, but I mean, when there's times where Thanksgiving goes right and everything's right, it's boring. We don't remember. Nobody remembers those Thanksgivings. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like why <laughs> something's got to go. It's like throwing marshmallows into the oven. Like something has yeah. to be. So next time, if, if in the future we have another Thanksgiving together, Liz, um, I'm not setting your house on fire. I promise. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we can skip the the flames part because I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> but that's, that's definitely one of my like favorite Thanksgiving memories, like in general, let alone obviously with you. Like it was, it was just really cool. Really, really cool. So, or was it really hot? <laughs> It was really hot. <laughs> really hot. Oh my goodness. Well, we're rounding up to about 20 minutes. Um, and so I wanted to ask you a question. I was actually going to ask you this in the very beginning. And then we just got right into food because apparently I'm hungry. Um, but I want to know, what is your verdict on decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving? Or even more so, decorating for Christmas the day after Halloween? Like what? Okay. Um, and what do you think about other people that do it? <laughs> that is like a sensitive topic for me because, like, I'm all about like home decor and like love it, love it, love it. But I, I feel like if you decorate right after Halloween, you kind of, you, you, yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> now, a little early. If you, if you um start maybe, I mean, I decorate for Christmas every year right before Thanksgiving. And a lot of people would say that that is a little too much. Like you decorate after Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. You can't let Christmas steal it away, you know, but right. I mean, it's just something that, you know, I like everything about Christmas, like the, the aura and the, you know, the, what am I trying to say? The, the ambiance of Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I try to enjoy that as much as possible, but I'm not, I'm not as big of a freak as a lot of people are when it comes to decorating, like right after Halloween, I'll wait a little bit. So. Okay. Right, right. Well, the reason why I wanted to ask you is because I feel I've noticed it more this year. I'm sure it's the same every year, but I've noticed it more this year that two, it's kind of twofold. I've noticed more people that decorated like the day after Halloween and I've noticed more people that are like really angry about people that <laughs> decorate the day after Halloween. And it's funny cause I'm just kind of sitting back here like, um, well, <laughs> I still have my decorations up and it's like, not now, but I did for right. like two weeks. And I think, so normally my like tradition however you want to call it is that I will go shopping on Black Friday like morning and then I'll come home and take a nap and then I'll decorate for Christmas on Black Friday like that's pretty much right how I always remember it I don't know if we did it that way when I was a kid I don't know if we decorated before Thanksgiving but I know that we were decorated like on Black Friday or like the weekend after Thanksgiving that being said I am itching to decorate right now. And the only reason why I haven't yet is because I want to wait for Nate. Like I want us to decorate together. Right. And so, you know, something interesting I, that I really liked is that you guys have a little order mate each year. You do 
a little ornament, you know, and you, you build yeah. that collection. And I think that that's really special, you know, so I can't imagine how exciting, you know, it is to have that moment with him to put up lights around the house, to set mm-hmm. up that Christmas tree, you know, to take out your ornaments. And, you know, within 20 years, you're going to be like, look at this one from 2019. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's something special. Absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because I, I had kind of forgotten about it. Not that I don't have time to get one, but I had forgotten that we, we were doing one every year. And so I wonder kind of, I feel like I want to go get like a Disney one from the Christmas store in Disney Springs yes. and have it like, um, not engraved, but you know what I mean? Like they put like the people's names on it, like the year and stuff like that. So I think that would be really cute. We might do that this year. As it is, we already have like a bajillion ornaments. And in 20 years, I'm going to have like seven Christmas trees around my house to fit them all. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like I need to like purge on my ornaments this year, like pick and choose the ones that I want because I have my coffee ones and my like... Nate has his sports ones and then we have just like regular different colored balls. And then we, ha- it's yeah. <laughs> and that's Like going back to like how you feel about Christmas. It's like, people get really excited about it. You know, like who wouldn't, you know, I mean, but right. when you, it's kind of like when you go into the store, you go into Walmart or target or anything like that and you're celebrating Halloween, but you already start seeing Christmas stuff and you're like, what is going on? Like, no, yeah, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it, I mean, it's just, it depends on who the person is, you know, and how, it, how excited they are to get that ball rolling for the next holiday season, you know, like that. Yeah. And I think that that's great, you know, do what you want to do. And, you know, if you're a Christmas fanatic and you want to decorate after Halloween, that's awesome. And if you want to do it right before right. Thanksgiving, great. I don't really like procrastination. So if people decorate like a week before Christmas, I'm like, okay, it's going to be up. What are you doing with your life? (laughs) It's going to be up for just a week and then you have to take it all back down again. Yeah. That's kind of how, um, I think it was last Christmas or the Christmas before. No, it was the Christmas before. Like we, I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And it literally was like the week of Christmas. And Nate was like, we're putting up this damn tree. If it's the last thing that we do. And we did, we had it and we kept it up through, like mid January before we took it back down. But I'm, I'm the same as you. Like I, I, I do not want any Christmas decorations out in my home before Halloween for sure. I, if I see a person's house decorated for Christmas and it's like November 1st, I'm kind of like, Oh, okay, well there it is. I wouldn't do it. I'm very pro choice when it comes to, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know what, if that brings on what they want to do like more power to them that's awesome I think it's early but I'm also I just people get like angry and they're just like you need yeah they get really intense with it like I'm like okay so then don't like look at it or go that you're not even what like (laughs) (laughs) there's other things you could be upset about like get your exactly so so is there any like one like any one more like um memory that you have with your family about the holiday season it doesn't have to specifically be thanksgiving but is there one more tradition that you can share with me you know in the holiday season that you and your family do together well i definitely haven't had time to think about it um and i'm going to tell you the very first thing that pops in my mind which actually is perfect because um for those of you who are listening who didn't know unfortunately my grandfather passed away 
a few months ago was in June or July I believe it's it's been a little while and he was my favorite human being on the whole planet and he had this tree it was a little Christmas tree I don't know two feet tall maybe three feet I'm not good with measurements it was a small tabletop Christmas tree on a card table in his living room and have you ever seen the um like Charlie Brown Christmas special oh absolutely yeah so he used to always say it's a pretty little treat Charlie Brown and one year I don't know if it was my dad or my cousin who made a little sign and put that in front of the tree after my grandpa had put it up well this was I don't know, several years ago, he never took the tree down, ever. He literally stayed in the living room year-round with the ornaments and the icicles and the sign that said, it's a pretty little tree, Charlie Brown, on it. Well, when he passed away, I was very surprised that no one had asked if they could have it, so I took it. So it's in a box in my closet right now, and so I am – that's the one of the biggest things that I remember – from Christmas or from his house and I am going to find like a special place for it and it's going to live in my house this year and hopefully and I can that's carry something on you can the keep forever yeah yeah it's just a little little plastic tree nothing special but I mean it's very special of course so right I it's going to be rough of course with this being the first Christmas without him but I also am so happy to have that and not just like memories like I can physically look at it and think of all the memories of him it's it's gonna be really cool I'm probably gonna cry but it's fine (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah all right well Tim I am so excited that we finally got to do this Tim is my very first guest speaker and we've been talking about this since my first podcast that he was gonna be my my I say guest speaker but you're like my guest my friend you know um and it, it took like four tries, but we finally got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liz, I'm so glad that you had me on here. And one thing I want to say to all your listeners is when you fight for something that you want and when you go for your dreams and your goals, don't let anything stop you. Um, keep keep striving for the best that you can be. Um, Liz has proven multiple times over and over again that she will not give up on her dreams and the things that she wants. And this is one thing that she's doing to complete that dream. So if you have a dream or you have a goal and if you have a wish or anything like that, please absolutely 100% use Liz as an example so that you know that nothing, nothing is going to stop you. Nothing can hold you back. And I want to oh. say thank you for having me on your show. Yay. All wormy worm. Haha. <laughs> People still don't know what I can oh you're so sweet well i hope that you have an amazing night it is going to get below zero temperatures um over in tim's neck of the woods so everybody pray for him that he doesn't turn into a timmy sickle (laughs) (laughs) i'm sitting over here in like 60 degrees like it's cold (laughs) i miss florida right about now yeah i bet i bet um thank you guys so much for listening and obviously if you love this podcast please like it please follow me here on anchor you can follow me over on um i I already said this instagram and youtube but you can listen to this podcast and follow me and like and subscribe on any channel that you listen to podcasts so um i am creating this on anchor 
You can download the free app or you can go to anchor.fm on your phone or your computer. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, There's like so many other platforms to listen to a podcast that I didn't even know existed. But if it exists, I will be there and you can listen to me anywhere. Um, And I would really love your guys' support. If you have any questions, anything that you want to hear my thoughts on in future podcasts, please feel free to send me a message. You can DM me on Instagram. You can message me here on Anchor. And if you're interested in being a guest, please um, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love talking to people and like learning about their outlooks on life. And, um, you know, I can't wait to make my next podcast. Who knows what it'll be about? Could be anything. Um, but thanks again for listening. And thanks again, Tim, for being here. I love you. Miss you. you. I love it. I miss you, too. All right. Bye, kids.